Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the PHNX Dive Bar Post Game Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review. That Gary Trent Jr. guy, what a turd. What a turd. <laughs> he what broke turd. all our hearts tonight. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks, Gary. Yeah. Uh, the Phoenix Suns fall to the Toronto Raptors, 117 to 112. They had a chance. They they had a chance. They, they came chance. out. They had a decent fourth quarter for a minute, and then things just kind of slowly fell apart bit by bit. That four turnover stretch was unbelievably Brutal. bad. It was like painful. they went from. You know, so much energy and control to totally out of control and making some silly ass turnovers and sloppy turnovers, like you know, hands slipping th- or balls through slipping through the hand. Like, oh my god, it was yeah. so. And the worst part was, it seemed like every single one was directly in a path straight to a Raptors player whose momentum was already carrying him to the other side of the court. So it was like a fast break every single time just free points free yep. points free points yeah they were up 107 105 Ugh. and then they gave up what an 8-0 run there because of the turnovers yep. off that and can't come back from it god i hate the dive bar well then they were would... warm floor <laughs> sticky everywhere's wearing denim head to toe screw canada but even even then they go down by hey, six hey now they go down by six and you're like oh no and then they make another run yeah and they're down by one and Devin's so hyped up, he just throws the ball all the way to freaking uh, okay, you know, but the Sierra thing Vista. That bothers me the like, most bro. about that is that McHale block was a beautiful, oh, yeah. like that was a thing of beauty. But Probably one of his best blocks that's, ever. That's the synopsis of this game. It's gonna get. That's the synopsis of this game. Beautiful block at one end, gets the rebound off of the air ball from Devin Booker, throws it away. And that's how the Suns played tonight. Good <sighs> momentum, bad momentum, good momentum, bad momentum. But that block should have been the momentum that carried them right, the rest of the, the rest way, of it, exactly. and they just couldn't get out of their own way. Yeah. yeah, it was a it was a bummer. But I do I just one more time we just gotta give Mikael a little love for that block because it was so gorgeous, and I feel bad that it's gonna just be one of those things that happen on a really shitty loss, and no one's gonna talk about it enough, and he's not gonna get enough credit for it. And it doesn't get to be like on a big old highlight reel that it like won the game for the Suns, and I'm sad for him for that. Credit to the Raptors on their defensive strategy against Booker there in the fourth. 
Yeah. I mean, pressing him like that took him out of his rhythm. He wasn't quite sure how to find the open man. It's the first time I think we've seen him shook like that. It's not a strategy you can employ when Chris Paul's on the floor with him. Right. But when when it's just him and he's trying to be the hero in the clutch, I mean, it was the right it was the right move. Well, I will say this: this is probably the first game where I felt like, oh, yeah, there's Chris Paul. There, there's where you miss Chris Paul. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, because that that. Listen, the Suns, and even Monty said it in in the post game, and Gerald will kind of echo these thoughts, I'm sure, when he comes on. But they just were like super emotional tonight, very like intense, and like they played away from their 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 composure got away from them, and and it led to erratic plays and behavior out there on the court. And there were certain points where you understood why, like Gary Trent Jr. was an asshole out there and flopping. And Ashiwa made the most miraculous recovery from an injury I've ever seen in my life. You thought the guy was going to get carried out on a stretcher, <laughs> and two minutes later, he's running down making block shots. Like, oh, fantastic. I'm so happy for you, Prince S. Princess? Can we call him Princess? No. No. That's Prince? sexist. That is sexist. Prince. <laughs> my bad. My bad. He's I one of the you. greatest musical artists of all time. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, the... Oh, real, before we go deep too yes. far, as well, take us to the bar. We need some drinks yeah. in this place. Let's go to the bar, please. Like I said, it's it's warm. It doesn't taste good. It's a bad call brew tonight. And let's be fair, there were bad calls on both sides, but God, it was ugly. That call on Devin Booker that got reviewed, oh. that didn't get I overturned. I don't understand how refs. you review it and you awful. don't overturn that. I mean, he didn't even have his hand on the guy as the ball whizzed over his head. I don't know I think how it was a foul. he put his hands behind his back. Yeah, I just... I or, like, he brought them yeah. both... Either It was either front or back, but he brought them close to the chest. It sucked. It that was, was just bad. Uh, man, and then, speaking of campaign, I was so annoyed... Like, how many times in this game are you going to try and hurt Cam? He, We just <laughs> got him back. For the love of God, please do not take him away from us again. But the thing that I got most worried about was he, he gets hit, he goes to the floor, and then he punches the floor with his fist out of such <laughs> anger. And I'm like, no, don't self-inflict anything either, Cam. It's bad enough you're getting kicked and punched in the head. Man. <sighs> I'm glad he's fine, though. That's what the a one shitty, positive. That was just a... It wasn't a fun game. It was like no. fun, but then it wasn't fun. Then it was fun. Then it wasn't fun. I don't like those kind of games. <laughs> yeah, We're so spoiled we with are. only 14 we losses. We are so spoiled. Uh, <laughs> Mike B said, damn, shitty loss. This hurts. I guess I'm spoiled, dude. I won on DraftKings, but it feels like blood money. Three different bets. $1,100. Dang, Mike. That's awesome, though. It's kind of like how we feel in here. We got a Canadian behind the Mac who's a Toronto Raptors fan tonight producing the show. And I don't know how to feel about it because she's one of our best producers. But I'm also a little upset that she's producing the show tonight. She did drop in our power rankings. She did, yeah. Just just for being a Raptors fan? Yes. Sorry, Leah. Yes. All All Canadians dropped in our power rankings tonight. Sorry, Steve Nash and Leah. We apologize. It's okay. (laughs) True. Connor said Lindsay's heated tonight. I'm just really upset because I I just I'm not upset about the loss so much. It's just the small pieces. Like I'm upset about the Mikhail block. I'm upset about the ridiculous call that was should have been overturned. And then I'm upset that they were trying to hurt campaign again. And I don't think he was actually doing it with like intention to truly hurt campaign, <laughs> but I do think 
with the way that he kicked his legs out, that could be catastrophic. And I didn't appreciate that. Oh. Like, I don't think it was ill and like he didn't have any ill will behind it. But you also got to know better than to do that. Yeah. Brian says, uh, at Leah, you're dead to me. <laughs> Brian, cool. Brian, I thought we had something. And thank you, Charles. I appreciate you standing up for me. I still <laughs> like you, Leah, Charles but says. The way Brian spells his name, I always assumed it was Canadian. So I, It's <laughs> true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Amanda in the chat says, sons are seven and four when... Uh, on Orange Friday. So what I say is ban the orange jersey. It's the ugliest of the the group. Get rid of it. You've lost four of your 14 times in orange. Sayonara. I don't need to see it anymore. Yeah. The refs were trash. Yeah. The Suns were trash at at moments. But can we talk about something good? Can we talk about a positive? Yes. Do you want to name our draft king king of the game? Yes, I do. All right. We are going to name our draft king king of the game. And tonight it's going to Bismack Biombo because, well, for one, he did have a good uh, 10 minutes out there. He's the one that kind of started the run. Yes. Yes. He's the one that started the run. He had four points, two rebounds, two blocks at the end of this game. And he, he had some really solid moments in this game. For sure. And money had to go to it because they couldn't get anything done on the boards early in the game. So mm-hmm. he went to two bigs, and, and Bismarck played that almost that entire fourth because it was working. It got him back in this game. Yeah. But before we get into that, the reason, the real reason why Bismarck Biombo is our draft king, king of the game, is because it was announced today that in honor of his late father, Bismack Biombo has decided to donate his entire 2021-2022 NBA salary towards building a hospital in his homeland of the Democratic Republic of the Congo. And that is amazing. Kudos to that man for doing something really amazing in his community, giving back and uh, honoring his father in this way, because that's just really neat. Yeah, I mean, he had talked about earlier in the year how much his dad meant and and losing him and how he in part waited to choose a team because he was mourning the loss of his father and, mm-hmm. and it it is cool isn't the right word it, it's so much more than than that when somebody you know decides to to make this kind of a gesture and especially in in the memory of somebody uh, that's that close to them so you know Hats off to Bismack. I, I think that's fantastic, and it speaks to the character and the culture around this team as well. It's genuinely good people mm-hmm. here. This is this is definitely a James Jones, Monty Williams guy here. So, well, you know, Biz, Biz is he's a unique individual. Like you'd be hard pressed to find players that donate an entire year's salary right to a cause. People players will donate money. And they'll donate, you know, to different causes. But to to donate an entire salary is just unbelievable. And, you know, I hope we get a chance to talk to him before the end of the season because I've never spoken to Bismack. I don't think any of us have. Um, And I would love to to just kind of pick his brain on, you know, what what home means to him and what being on this team means to him because he chose the Suns. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I'm I'm thankful for guys like that because even when they don't play, they still – make an impact and that's important not only to the sons but also the community yeah all right we're going to welcome in gerald borgay now from the footprint center gerald uh thanks for joining us we were talking about bismack biombo and the announcement of him donating his salary from this year's season to building a hospital in his homeland how uh, neat was that when you got the news of that 
Yeah, I mean, that's obviously really cool. Like, it, it just speaks to the type of leader that he is, the type of person that he is. And, and he's repeatedly brought up how much his father meant to him, how much his father's death impacted him. And he's always been the type of guy to give back. So it's really neat to – it was really neat when I heard that news. And um, obviously, hopefully, we'll be able to talk to him either tonight or tomorrow. Unfortunately, um, the Suns lost tonight. Um, what did Monty have to say in post game? Yeah, he said it was kind of the same deal as the last time they played the Raptors up there. It was offensive rebounds and turnovers that really hurt them. Um, you know, you, you look at the stat sheet and it, it's really not pretty. I think they gave up 12 offensive rebounds. I'm not sure how many second chance points, but those killed them. And then down the stretch, you know, they had that one sequence where they had three turnovers back to back, one from Payne, one from Booker, one from Bridges. Those guys are all who they need to rely on down the stretch. Um, and then D.A. couldn't come up with that offensive board uh, that would have given them another chance. So it was just one of those rare sequences where the Suns didn't come up with winning plays in crunch time. Um, and that's bound to happen from time to time, especially without Chris Paul there to kind of settle things down uh, like they need him to. So it, it was unfortunate to see, but it's not really something I would be too worried about. Monty did say that this is the type of game where they will go back and look at the film. Um, and guys like Campaign and everyone can really learn from the mistakes they made, how they were blitzed, um, where they could have been better in attacking those blitzes, et cetera. General, are you surprised it took Monty so long to go to the bigger lineup with how they were getting dominated on the boards? I mean, they had one offensive rebound going into the fourth quarter. Uh, it seems like this was a, a similar, like Monty said, to what happened in Toronto. I'm just surprised it took so long. A little surprised, but it's one of those things where the Suns haven't really trotted out those dual big lineups very often. It, it's something they've used in a pinch. I think this would have been a good case that they could use it against this particular team, especially. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think that's what cost them the game. It's what helped them get back in the game, certainly. But um, it's just one of those things they need to be better on the offensive glass or keeping teams off the offensive glass. They had made it a point of emphasis the last couple of games, and they kind of got away from it again tonight. Toronto's length will do that to you. So to your point, he probably could have gone to it a little bit sooner, um, especially because we've seen every time he puts Biombo in, the guy is just ready to play. Um, but it might be something to keep an eye on because, like we've talked about, this is a good time to experiment with different lineups, especially with Chris out. Gerald, I'm a little bummed for Mikael Bridges. Uh, that block there at the end of the game was a thing of beauty. Uh, can you just give it a few flowers for me, please? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was a huge defensive play when they needed it. It's kind of unfortunate they weren't able to convert on the other end um, and turn it into something. But he's been making a lot of great, you know, crunch time defensive plays lately. Obviously, that game-saving block against Miami. Um, you know, and just going back to this was something Bonnie brought up with his knack for making those plays, like the Clipper game in the bubble, the one where he got the deflection that set up Book's game winner. The guy just knows how to get his hands on the ball in crunch time scenarios. So definitely something to keep an eye on. It's just unfortunate they couldn't convert on this one. Yeah. Anything else, gentlemen? No, Gerald. I think that sums it up. We, we have to get Lindsay home as fast as possible. <laughs> so bye. <laughs> Almost. Anything else, Gerald? No, I, I'm just, uh, I, I saw Saul's face when I got on the broadcast. I just need to explain the backdrop because they're having like a faith concert out there on the center court. So that would be there the reason go. why. I'm oh, here. there you go. Hey, there we you go. wanted some live music tonight, Gerald. Jeez. Come on. <laughs>
Oh, they ha- they're having I, a faith I mean, concert, I, like a like a religious concert. <laughs> what what do you think? Faith yeah. Hill was know. out there. Faith Hill, Faith Evans, George what's Michael got to have faith. I don't know. He's dead. Shit. That would be a terrible concert. Is George Michael dead? George Michael's dead. Is he? I'm almost positive George Michael's dead. Okay. Uh, Gerald, before we say goodbye to you, I got to tell you about this super chat from Manuel. Manuel said, "Gerald is Will Smith, and we are all the little creatures in the train station locker in Men in Black 2. All hail girth. All hail girth." <laughs> Oh, hail girth. What is wrong with people? <laughs> Bye, oh, Gerald. He, he is dead, by the way, Gerald. Bye, guys. George Michael is dead. <laughs> R.I.P. George Michael. <laughs> so random. <laughs> I love that we could go all over the board. We talk Faith Hill to George Michael to me telling you George Michael's dead. I don't know what mercy. was going on at the Footprint Center. Yeah. All right, I'm going to try and get through this read without sneezing. I'm really sorry that you guys are hearing my sniffles tonight. My allergies are out of control. Do you need me to do the read tonight? Uh, oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's right. do it. Hold on. You, you I got to pull it. Well. Kill some time as I, as I pull it up here. <laughs> um... Well, we were talking before, when Gerald joined us. We were talking about the two bigs. I, I got. It. Oh, hold on. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Ready to feel the excitement of the conference championship <laughs> oh like never before? Turn victories into your big win with DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win their game and get 200 in free bets. That they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. That's right. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on college hoops with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code PHNX. If you didn't get that, if they win, you win. Uh, 21 and over, Arizona-only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Five Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Uh, the chat wants it to be known that Lindsay said girth. You're welcome. Ooh, I yeah. figured out. After this game, we all deserve some nice things, so you're welcome. (laughs) Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sorry, Brian asked me to say that. Solid read. While we're on the topic of DraftKings, I need a DraftKings pick of the week from you. I think Saul and I agree on this one. U of A to win the Pac-12 championship tomorrow? Yes. All right. That's your DraftKings pick of the week. I don't care what the line is. Take, uh, take the money take line. Take the money line. Arizona's winning that. They're probably going to play UCLA. Coach. They'll win. That's it. Oh, also, Don't to, all my DM, to all my DMVR peeps out there, suck it, buffs. <laughs> there we go. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, by the um, way, I, you had asked me to do this earlier in the show. Uh, so, everybody, it's all right. It's one loss because it's the Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. Congratulations, was, Toronto, on winning. That was a little subdued one. <laughs> it, it was. That was a little, a little sad. That was, that was a little oh, sad. Try, try again. Try, try one more time. The Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. <laughs> Suck it, Canada. 
That was better. Whole country can suck it tonight. That all was right? better, Jesus. Us both. I could end this show at any time. Yes, you could. Do you it, Leah. You won't. Do it, Leah. You won't. <laughs> ahoy, ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy. Come back and record one more read. Like, no, we can't do that. Oh, wait, it's ahoy, hold on, Leah. Let me tell yeah. people about one more thing. <laughs> uh, well, actually, Who do you think you are, Sean, you know Leah? <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, to be fair, we we may as well go into it. Let's go it. It's time to take your shot, presented by Arizona Department of Health Services. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. Listen, everybody's going to try and crap all over DA as if he was the only one out there that didn't perform to a high level tonight. The rebounding needs to be improved. Obviously, he had seven rebounds. That's not good enough. Obviously, but you can't let dudes like Gary Trent Jr. go off for 40. You can't. You can't let the, the freaking Toronto Raptors shoot the way they did from the perimeter tonight, just ungodly, and that forces things to change at a, in a very diff- difficult way for a guy like DA. It happened against Miami at home. They just shot the lights out from the perimeter. Toronto did the same thing tonight, um, and then they couldn't match their physicality down low. Uh, because things were just kind of helter-skelter. And when you get into those kind of games, things are all over the place. Nothing is the norm. Booker was a little bit crazy off tonight. Mikel tried to put things together. DA just did basic DA tonight, 16 and 7, I think, something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, But it's not all DA. Like, everybody played um, kind of all over the place. So chill. If If you're looking to blame one individual, blame yourself for thinking that it's only one individual. How about that? Let's also remember on the book front, just came back from COVID, flew cross country to fly back. Like, I, I get um, it. Still shot 50%. No. 22, I'm, not, I'm not giving him an out points, for that. seven assists. If we can praise him for playing so well one night, you can't come back and I'm say, not, well, we got to remember this I'm when he plays say, bad. Well, in, in the chat, they said, well, Monica said, book didn't bring energy and effort tonight. I don't think it was. I don't think it was an effort thing. He played poorly when he got double teamed, and he missed two threes there at the end. It, those those parts of the game were not Devin Booker. Did not come through in the clutch the way he usually does. I don't think it was an effort and energy thing. I think he just played poorly yeah. in the clutch. I agree that's, with that. that's that's where I was trying to go. Got you, but yeah, okay, I'll just let that go. No, we can keep going, but let no, me just I, finish this I was just, one thing. I was just saying, like, I, I get it. I just, I don't want the excuse that he was just coming off of COVID no. and all this other stuff because he literally played j- just fine the other night against Miami. Right. So what's the excuse there? You know what I mean? So, yeah. Anyway. One more time. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. I honestly kind of think that there were times tonight, too, where Devin maybe let his emotions get the best of him as oh, well. Wholeheartedly. Which is, I mean, we know Devin likes to argue with the referees and things of that nature, but I feel like tonight it just stung a little bit more for him than well, it normally does. Like he was a, a little bit more heated about certain things. Especially that play, he threw it away, and then he came down right. and, and hacked. I'm, I'm blanking on it. Was that the uh, the Prince play there? Uh, I where think he, so, yeah. Where yeah. he hacked mm-hmm. him when he, when he went up. That... That was unnecessary. Just it, it was obvious emotion. He was pissed. He gave away the ball and came down and and fouled him hard. And like we were talking about, if that was the '80s or '90s, you know, foul. All right, go to the free throw yeah. line. But we know the way the game's called now. So that was 
that that was letting your emotions get get carried away yeah. too much. And that, and that happened. even Mikhail was uncharacteristically, you know, demonstrative yeah. out there, frustrated about several things. He punched um, the stanchion. He punched the stanchion. He was upset, you know. And guys were I just. I think he even argued with an uh, official as well. There was like there was like a an aura in that arena tonight that I was like, whoa, what is going on? Everyone like, was a little spicy, a little, a little chippy tonight. I don't know. Maybe they were <laughs> upset that they didn't get to watch U of A win. I don't I know. Don't know. They wanted to get to the faith concert. They're like, come on, you're holding us up. Stop with the calls. I mean, not to mention, it's got to be tough, too, and really frustrating. Like, for a hot minute there, shots just were not really falling for the Suns. Yeah. And I'm sure that's probably a big portion of why they were just so frustrated. I mean, from the three-point line, I think Campaign was the only player who had knocked down a three until – about four minutes left in the in the second quarter, and then Mikel finally got one. Like they started this game, the first quarter one of ten from deep. So you know right off the bat that was frustrating. Oh yeah. And sometimes if you just sometimes, and I don't think this team does it very often, so it's not something to like get all worried about or anything. Sometimes though, that can be frustrating, and you can let that take over. Yeah. Well, look, you're not going to win a game when you. Lose the rebounding battle, and you get outshot by thirteen percent on three pointers. Like that's just that and becomes you give unsurmountable. Up turnovers at some point. as well. Yeah. Like well, yeah, and when you give up four in a row in the fourth quarter, you're yeah, you, that's just sloppy basketball. And yes, give Toronto's defense credit, but it was just sloppy down the stretch. The Suns had their opportunity, and they literally threw it away. You know. For the last week since I've been back, everybody's been wanting me to give flowers to a specific individual. Oh, my God. We're really going to go no, there? I'm not going to go there. I'm just saying I was right. Hold right. On. I'll go there. Landry Shamit was hot trash tonight. And I don't know where that confidence from a few games ago went, but it ain't there anymore. That was putrid tonight, and they could have used his shooting, especially as abysmal as they shot in the first quarter from beyond the arc, as Lindsay mentioned. So, Saul, you don't have to do it tonight. I'll do it for you. <sighs> I don't appreciate that, Espo. I mean, you're Speaking not, the truth? You're not wrong. I'm sorry. You're not wrong. I just... I praised him when he played I well. Know. I called him hot trash when he didn't play well. I think I'm just frustrated because I would love if he could just play well semi-consistently. So would I. I mean, everybody would. <laughs> like, yeah. I, mean, I don't root against anybody on oh, this I'm, roster. I know. You're not. I know. <laughs> it's just frustrating as a whole. I would have um, liked to see. And I don't know if Aaron Holiday got. He it looked like he got banged up a little bit. Um, and I, I can't remember if he came back or not. But I would have liked to see a little bit more Aaron Holiday tonight too. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, guys. This one was just kind of lame. Do we have it's anything fun lame. to talk about? We don't. That's the problem. Oh, like, shit. no crazy internet debates popped up on my For You page or on Saul's Twitter. Your kids didn't come through this time. Nope. Chat, do you guys have any fun, goofy things that you want us to talk about I mean, that's anything, going around really. on the internet right now? Because otherwise, we're just going to end the show because it's, uh, you know, it's kind of sad. I'd rather drink right now. And Friday night. It's Friday night. I saw a headline Sheesh. that said, Loose uh, camel kills two people in Indiana. Uh, it was bizarre. I mean, 
I don't know why. Not really. I don't. I don't know why they had to bring how how this camel acts sexually into the headline either. I just that was weird. Oh my god, Espo! (laughs) It was the weirdest thing I saw today. Did my man just say right now? Did he just say what I think he said? He did. Loose camel kills two people in Indiana. Why is there a camel in Indiana? Does anybody like somebody explain this to me? Whoa. We could talk about me stabbing myself with glass again if you'd like. Oh, my gosh. I mean, honestly, the camel probably had a reasoning here's, behind here's it. Here's a question. <laughs> Lindsay's like, they had it coming. We talked about the crappy power rankings earlier. But oh, if God. we were going to do a power rankings here at PHNX, and a lot of you viewers watch multiple shows, let's just go ahead and say, and, and it can't be any of us. This is it can't be so No, no, no. Mean. It can't be any of us three in this room right now. And or Gerald. So no sons people. Who would be number one in the power rankings? Well, I'd be dead last. We know I, that. I'd be but... second to last <laughs> We know. We know that. Uh, well, then I'm coming we're... in third to last. No, you're not. No. Gerald's definitely oh, yeah. top. That's no. why I had to take us out because you would be number one. No, Gerald. Oh my god. Would. No, Lindsay, Connor, you would. No, yes. Yes. at the bottom. You have the chat eating out of your hand every single night. That's not true. Bullshit! It isn't true. No, it's not. Every debate we've ever had on this show. With you involved, you always have the chat That's backing you. That's not true. Every time. Tell me it's not true. Oh, it's, it's not true. true. A million percent it's true. true. It's hundred percent. Haters. Hold on. So are we just Ooh, doing? Shane gets the vote. Are we just doing hosts? Are we? Well, what's everybody? The, everybody. everybody. If they appear on camera, you can talk if they about appear them. Or on producers camera. doesn't matter. Power rankings. If they, you know what? I'm gonna say this. The ASU crew. Has become one of the funniest programs yeah, on the network. It's true. Uh, so this is true. I I have to give those. They three. literally they're, did a show from there. their bed in the Excalibur, and today. it was hilarious. I mean, their taste in cartoons sucks based on their rankings, but those three are are, are moving up my power rankings. Bro, you that. you named some old ass cartoons. Yeah. That's why it didn't matter. The Simpsons matter. are the, Simpsons the greatest really? cartoon of all time. The Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I put the ASU guys up there. Look, Leah. Uh, is a we cool interviewed player. the general manager of the Coyotes today, and the ASU guys did a show from their bed, and they're the leaders of your power rankings. <laughs> I, I said they were moving up oh, in my no. power. I was about to say Leah is towards the top because she's one of our best producers and one of our best hosts, but screw that now. <laughs> Leah just hit rock bottom in the power rankings. I'm naming Petey number one in my power rankings tonight. <laughs> Funny. See, Manuel in the chat. That's because we're afraid Lindsay's going to Thanos us. <laughs> yep. I, it's true. Literally, that was you. the funniest thing I've heard all week. I interviewed, what did you say, the general the manager? The GM of the Coyotes. I interviewed the general manager of the Arizona Coyotes But we Coyotes like the ones today, in the bed. You did a show from their bed. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's true. If that doesn't describe exactly what the ASU podcast is, yeah. then I don't know how else to explain if, it to you guys. If that doesn't describe our network, that <laughs> nothing that. does. That's pitch perfect. Man. Oh my gosh. So we're talking um okay, we're what are we doing now? Power rankings? Uh, yeah, it's too late. Okay, now. well, okay. So the ASU show they do hot or not every week and I usually supply it and I did Vegas theme one, so if you want to give a crack at their hot or nots. So the first one, hot or not, all you can eat buffets. Oh hot. hot. Oh yeah, yeah. Look at you guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't That's even hot. care. It doesn't have to be Vegas either. Like in most places, an all you can eat oh, buffet. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know about like, that. 
There's some oh. all-you-can-eat buffets right by my house that I will never, ever, okay, ever that's fair. Let I've me been... tell you about this really cool thing, okay? <laughs> Speaking of buffets, did you know that KFCs in small towns have buffets? Yes. So you can yeah, literally, yeah. well, yeah, you know, because you've been to yeah. Sierra Vista. Yeah. But when I first moved to Phoenix, I was craving KFC one day, and I was like, I really want to find a KFC. And I went, and I was like, wait, you guys don't have a buffet? And she's like... No KFC has a buffet. What are you talking about? <laughs> do you remember the Pizza Hut buffet? Down Douglas, they do. It's the best thing in the world because you can get literally anything on the menu and it's all like $7. Metal Mike going, most buffets yeah. are terrible for you. Yeah. I'm not going to a buffet Metal for Mike. cleanliness. No. Come on, buddy. <laughs> you just If you're going to eat at a buffet, you just got to understand that like you are going to ingest some jerk. Give us another hot or not, Leah. Yeah, let's go. go. Leah, go. Let's do it. Okay, the other one I did was nightclubs. Not... not. Ooh, I'm gonna say hot. No, it's gonna not be hot. Because last time I was in Vegas, I went to Club Dre's and I had a fucking blast. I mean, I did too, but <laughs> I'm still on team not. Because you don't want to go, but it's if that. you go, you have a good time. Yes, it depends it on what nightclub you go to. Though. But the thing is, is like I feel like you reach a point in time in your life. Maybe not everybody, but my booziness reached a point where I am not going to a club. If I am not, if I don't have a place to sit. So basically, if a table is not purchased, I'm not going. Damn. I know that's super okay. bougie, but it's just like, I'm to the point in life where I'm not going to stand around Manuel. in high heels all night. It's just not happening. Manuel's never been to a nightclub for real? Bro. <sighs> Come on now. You, could, you should I, at least well, go hey, once. Well, hey, I'll tell you this right now. This is just, this is just from what I know. <laughs> I don't, this want, is just what I, I don't is like where this is going. <laughs> when we open up our bar... Which is happening in 2022? Uh, there will be a nightclub element to it what? after hours. There will be. Oh what? yeah. What? Oh yeah. I'm gonna oh, yeah. need it to be in my contract oh, yeah. that I have to can, leave before. Yeah, yeah we don't have to after stay. The podcast. We don't run the nightclub. <laughs> Just telling you. Like, uh, okay, Bri what's next? Brian, nightclubs are Walmart bars. <laughs> True. And bars are much easier okay. than nightclubs yes. these what's, days. What's this the is last? this is the last one? Okay. Chapels slash getting eloped. In Las, eloping in Las Vegas. Not, not, but eloping. <laughs> eloping. Oh, no, eloping that's no, that's not what I said. I know. Eloping in Las Vegas. I know. I was just making the qualification. I eloping hot. Eloping, eloping in hot, Vegas. No. Eloping in Vegas. Not. I mean, she said eloping in Vegas, so I said no. Yeah. No, I agree. Oh yeah. I, but what about I, eloping in general? So I understood the assignment. Okay, I like that <laughs> Leah somehow tried to make her make us. She made it very clear. I did this for the ASU show. Thus, I should be higher in power rankings. I think was what this whole uh, whole thing was about. No, I was just trying to make a fun topic for you guys. This is true. A good topic. Canada, I appreciate that very much. Yeah. Canada, hot or not? Hot. 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 <laughs> Toronto's nice. Sweet for Leah. All right, Yay. All the maple syrup you can drink now. <laughs> Go tap a tree. Have some fun. All right. All right, gentlemen. Uh, this was fun. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hopefully we Lindsay makes it, it to Sunday. <laughs> yeah, we will be back on Sunday. For those dirty Lakers. Yep, we'll have a pregame show for you 30 minutes before tip-off, which is at 5.30. So plan to come hang out with us. And then, of course, we'll have a post-game show after that one. Should be, hopefully... 
knock on wood, a much better game and a much more fun post-game show for you. Enjoy your Friday night. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. We appreciate the support. And if you haven't checked out gophnx.com recently, be sure to do so. Until next time, you can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. And, of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Lakers, hot or not? Not. Not. Ahoy hoy.